The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only show where one of your hosts has a terrible cough and, uh, from his sinuses, and the other host, uh, he doesn't have a very pleasant voice to begin with, so here we are. <laughs> my name is Jason. As always, I'm with my Canadian buddy, Kevin, where we're talking about some Wilco. Well, not some Wilco. A Wilco song in this episode, because every episode we talk about one Wilco song in alphabetical order from their entire catalog. Kevin, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Okay, I know... Last week we did we had an episode where maybe I ranted and I sounded really upset. Uh, and yes, I did record that about 40 minutes ago, but I'm in a much better mood. And let me tell you why, Jason. What is the best thing about your country, America? Olivia Munn. No, I don't know. Uh, it is the cherry cola, cherry Coke. What? Okay. Cherry Coke is the best thing about America. However, here's the thing. It's much like the vaccines. You guys don't like sharing cherry Coke. I can, I can go to the store and I can buy regular Coke. Like like some like a trash drinking person i i can go and i can buy pepsi in fact most of the time i can even buy cherry pepsi but of course we all know coca-cola is a superior soda that's true and yet you can only get cherry coke every once in a while when america when joe biden is like you know what Canada's been pretty good lately. Let's send them some cherry coke and then we get blessed with some cherry coke. I don't know why. I don't know how to explain it. But here's what happened. Summer 2018. I walk into a Safeway. Do you guys have Safeway in the United States? It's a grocery store. It's I walk a into a gas station here. Oh really? That's weird. Mm-hmm. So I walk into a Safeway. Uh you know what's interesting? Anyway, okay, okay. Anyway, we're going to get off track. I walk into a Safeway, okay? I'm buying some snacks, okay? I buy some cupcakes. I distinctly remember buying cupcakes for this. Uh, I was on a business trip actually. Uh, so I think I was just stocking up on like necessities, like bottled water and, and stuff like and that. Cupcakes. Uh, and cupcakes. Well, I, uh, Hey, I got to treat myself. Okay. got got to treat myself. Uh, and I walk past the refrigerator aisle and I see this clear, this is this bottle. It's clear bottle, but the liquid in it, it's, it's, it's brownish, but the, the wrapper looks like Coca-Cola. But it's it's got like a cherry red color to it. I like stop in my tracks. I analyze it and I determine this is cherry coke because it says cherry coke on it. So of course I buy like twelve bottles and I get to the counter and it's like some it's a it's a woman who's like maybe a few years younger than me and she's looking at me like I'm a total freaking weirdo because I buy cherry coke like and cupcakes and I'm like I'm a grown up. Don't judge me. Uh, but anyway, so all summer. We had cherry coke. It was wonderful. It was one of the great summers of my life. And then summer ended and the cherry coke disappeared. So then I got wise, Jason. I figured it out. Okay. They're going to bring it back next summer. What happens next summer? Summer 2019? What? They bring back cherry plus vanilla. So they put they ruined it by putting vanilla. Oh, same, the same drink? In the same. So it's a cherry vanilla coke. I was furious. I don't, I don't drink vanilla coke. I have standards. Okay. So I was I was heartbroken, and I'm I'm holding out all year. Okay, well, twenty summer twenty twenty, it's gonna be way better. <laughs> Little did I know, summer twenty twenty was terrible, uh, and but I'm gonna be able to get some cherry cokes. And then you know, COVID hit, and the only thing getting me through those first few months, those dark months, were 
I'm three months away from getting cherry Coke. And what, what happens? They one up it. Not only is it, it mixed with something, it, it's not vanilla anymore. It, it's sorbet, which is like a fancy way of saying vanilla ice cream. It's I was a different product completely. I was devastated. It was one of the great heartbreaks of my life. But here, here's what happened. The other day, two days ago, I'm at 7-Eleven because it's stinking hot out. It's stupid hot. Global, I don't know if you heard about this thing called global warming. It's making everything hot now. Okay? So I need a Slurpee. But, of course, I have to walk past the, the Coke and Pepsi aisles just to see what's going on because they've recently brought back Blue Pepsi. Jason, I don't know if you've ever had Blue Pepsi. Yeah, I have. It's the worst. It's yeah. terrible. Don't buy it. Not good. Zero stars from me out of possible 10 stars. That's how much I hate it. Uh, and then what, what do I see in the corner of my eye? I've given up hope. I haven't even thought about it. Cherry Coke. So Jason, if you look right here, my hands. Listeners, I'm going to shake it a little bit. I can guarantee, I can verify that he is not full of shit, guys. He definitely has one in his hands. Genuine Cherry Coke. Yeah. Which is great because usually what I do when I'm in the States, and this is this is the honest truth, and I hope I hope people have continued to listen to this through my rant here. Um, when I'm in the States, if I'm driving, I st- every gas station I go to, I buy like four or five cherry Cokes. So when I cross back in and they ask you, like, what do you have? And I'm like, mm, I have 18 cherry Cokes uh, and, you know, three records and a T-shirt I bought at the concert I was at. Um uh, but I stock up on cherry cooks, but of course I haven't been able to because Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau are working together to make sure I can't cross the border. Uh, I've, I've thought about crossing illegally, sneaking across just to get some cherry coke because I'm sure if I got caught and I explained, hey, listen, I wasn't doing anything nefarious. I just really need some cherry coke. They'd understand, but I didn't have to take that risk because the United States, the Americans, have blessed us with cherry coke here in Canada for the summer. Kev. Sometimes on the show, when you talk about adversity you're facing in your life, I, I, I look what you're saying. I might not agree, but I'll be like, okay, yeah, I could see why that'd be mildly annoying. But then sometimes you talk about things like this, and I just realize Kevin hasn't had a lot of pr- hard times in his life. <laughs> this is Listen, something that man, really riles him up. There's, there's three things I love in this world. Basset hounds. Uh, mid-tempo indie rock and cherry cola. Are you drinking diet cherry cola? Because no, how? No, no here's the thing. Here's the thing, these. Jason. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this real quick. Oh, you just oh, oh. They do make cherry coke in Canada all year, but it's diet cherry coke. Yeah, that'd be better, man. I love no. diet soda. Diet soda. Is, um, this is where this is where we agree. First, first it was the Myrna Lee uh, uh, disagreement <laughs> of of twenty twenty one. Now it's it's uh, yeah. I I would not drink Diet Coke if if it was um uh if I was like dehydrated in a desert. And I found a bottle of Diet Coke. I might take a sip just to survive, but that's it. That's the only situation I'm having. I'm having Diet Coke. I I grew up with Diet Soda. And so I, my tongue is used to the taste and it's so used to the taste that when I drink a normal soda, it just tastes too much to me. And, uh, I, I just don't, I can't even drink a whole one. It's just like, ah, mm. oh, that's, that's too much soda. That's too much flavor. 
for me. So that, that's just where I'm coming from. It's on too it. good for you to handle. Uh, you know, it's the worst though is Coke Zero. At one point, when I was still living at home, my dad switched to Coke Zero, and that's that's one of the reasons why I was like, mm, I need to find my own place. I can't drink this Coke Zero anymore because <laughs> uh, it is it is trash water. I you unlike know Cherry Coke. Y'all, y'all, okay. So Do- Dr Pepper, they advertise it here in America with Diet Dr Pepper. I'm sorry, they advertise it here in America that it you can't tell the difference. Well, then why not just make that the Diet Coke then? Well, I'm not, why not just make that the, uh, I'm sorry, the Dr. Pepper then? Why not just make, yeah. this, Dr. Pepper has zero calories now because you can't tell the difference. Why don't you do that? Because you're lying. Because you can you. tell the difference. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. And, and I'm not even saying one's better than the other. I'm saying I have a preference, but they, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. You know what, man? I'm going to go off on a little, my, my own little rant here. So um, I don't know if I've said this on the show, but... Recently, I had some health issues, and I went to the doctor about them. Turns out I have been a bad boy, and I have pre-diabetes. And upon asking them several times, what's the difference between pre-diabetes and diabetes? When Every time they explain it to me, it sounds like they're the exact same thing, but they say it's different. So they're doctors. I'm not. I don't care. So um, here, here, I don't know how it is up in Canada, but... So what I've been doing is I've been watching my carb intake, and I, since April I've lost fifty two pounds. Just watching, just watching my. Yeah, good for you. Thanks, man. But um, the thing is, though, I found out the other day I was drinking a diet Mountain Dew at work because zero carbs. So mm-hmm. that's you, you think, okay, that's cool. But it turns out that the FDA lets companies, as long as it's not called sugar. It can be in there, and you can claim it doesn't have sugar or carbohydrates. So the second ingredient in Diet Mountain Dew is orange juice, and they're allowed to say there's no sugar because it's they're putting they're not putting sugar in it, quote unquote. They're putting orange juice in it. How much bullshit is that? That should be illegal because now now I'm not in in, in any danger of it of anything because I'm not that far along with the diabetes, but. Say somebody some, somebody was new to it and they found out they had full blown diabetes and they drank that that could cause them a health, that could cause them to die if, if, if done incorrectly you know so I, I that should be super illegal and I was sickened when I I, I know it's a very me problem now, now that it's affecting me I, I care about this issue but like uh, it's do they, how do they, is that how they do things up in Canada too. Are you guys real concerned for your citizens and don't let corporations? Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I would suspect that's probably not allowed um, because in all honesty, my theory for why cherry Coke isn't uh, always available in Canada because it tastes different in the U.S. too is I think that the flavoring that the, this is I have no proof to back this up. I just read it on the Internet once and I believe it is that the flavoring that they used to make cherry Coke in the States is not available. It, it, they can't legally use in Canada. I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm again, just stipulate before that, before I get lawyers thrown at me, allegedly, that's where I'm looking for. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I choose to believe it because that would explain why. And then they come out with this. It's still cherry flavored, but it's, it's different. So if that is the case, then I suspect that um, for diet cola, you have to be upfront if you're going to say it's, it's no sugar, I suspect, but that's a great question. I don't know. I wouldn't know because I don't drink Diet Cola, but I can look, I should look into that. I should look into that. So when you come to visit me, mm-hmm. I know if I can give you 
a diet cherry. Oh, I'm just on. I'm I, I'm on water and these Powerade Zeros now because this Powerade Zeros are pretty much just they have a little bit of sodium in it. There's nothing in there besides water, blue flavor, and a little bit of sodium. So I know that's safe. But it, it, it just astounded me when somebody at work told me, they were like, I thought you just uh, got diagnosed with prediabetes. Why are you drinking soda for? And I was oh, it's diet. There's no carbs in it. And they're like, yeah, but look at the ingredients. And I was like, are you serious? How is a person supposed to keep up and know all this? Like, I can't devote my life to learning something. <laughs> no, no. And it's like when uh, um, they'll have like, you'll get a bottle of pop or, or soda uh, and it'll, it'll say like, oh, uh, 330 calories or something. I, I don't, I, I don't know how much, I don't pay attention to calories. Obviously look at me, but, um, and then you read it and it's like a one serving is half a bottle yeah, or, or exactly. something like that. Like that sort of stuff is, is, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't sit right with me, but, um, that's why I had to leave the soda game. That's why I'm no longer an executive at Coca-Cola and I just spent <laughs> all couldn't. my free time doing this podcast instead. Um, Listen to what's going on like a couple of old maids, though. Yeah, a what couple is... of oh, great segue. <laughs> let's jump in. Let's jump in and talk about song, Kevin. Kevin, today we're listening to "Old Maid" by Wilco off of Alpha Mike Foxtrot. This is my first experience with the song. I had never heard it before, so it's one of those fun ones. I have heard it now, uh, because I had to get it ready for the show. But uh, why don't you tell us some stuff about this song, Kev? Uh, so yeah, so this is kind of a post Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, pre A Ghost is Born kind of era, at least for recording uh, song. Um, notably, what is the most notable thing about this song? According to the Alpha Mike Foxtrot liner notes, uh, and the liner notes are, are there's a, a bunch of each song has a little write up from Jeff explaining like the history and some context to what the song is. And all this song says is this is Glenn Kochi's least favorite song in the Wilco catalog. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, which is which is not a ringing endorsement. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe that's a little harsh. I think the song's okay, but it's not a very memorable song. It did come out on a release, so I did a bunch of research. I didn't really know before we went to record this uh, song or this podcast. Um, I didn't really know where the song came from, but it came from a release called You Can Never Go Fast Enough, which is an a, an album of songs tr in tribute to a movie called Two Lane Blacktop. Do you know what that is? Have you seen this movie? No, I never heard the name, so Two Lane Blacktop. I, I, I'm reading this as I'm you know prepping to record this episode. I'm like, Two Lane Blacktop? Why do I know that name? I know that name because my dad friggin' loves this movie. He can't get enough of it it's a car movie from 1971 it stars uh dennis wilson from the beach boys and james taylor so i call my dad up and i'm like yo dad this is your son kevin what's this about this two-lane blacktop movie because i a couple of years ago dad really 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 wanted a copy of this movie on dvd and I helped him go through, I showed him like, just go buy it on Amazon. It's going to be like five bucks. Some bad movie like this from this. I don't know if it's bad or not. I'm just assuming it's bad. Uh, Cause my dad's really doing it. Uh, and I, uh, uh, and so he goes to buy it from Amazon. One sec. I just, I just want to say, I, I, so I, I just looked it up. Right. So this is, so the cast of characters, these are their names, the girl, 
the mechanic, the driver, GTO, hot rod driver, Oklahoma hitman. Those are the those are the main who, characters. Who plays? Does it say who plays GTO? Yeah, uh, Warren Oates. So my so I call up my dad and I say, Yo, yo, dad, uh, what is what what's the deal with this movie? Because he I tried to get him to buy this. All right, he bought this movie off Am- Amazon. And he bought the PAL version, the, the, the Euro version, which did not play on his DVD play. <laughs> and it was the most disappointed I've ever seen my dad about anything. And then he found it at Walmart in like the, the $5 bin or, or something like that. Um, and he's and then I'm on the phone with my dad for like 30 minutes as he's telling me about this movie. And he's telling me, yeah, all my friends called me Oats after um, GTO because the... What what is it? Warren Oates was his Warren name. Warren Oates, yeah, I don't know who that uh, is, but um, who from this movie? Like, so him and all his friends were into like fast cars when they were young, before they had kids, and before I came along, and um, you know, he had to sell his cars and become boring. Um, uh, um, but yeah, uh, and then the so my I told him I explained okay, well, there's this this tribute album to this movie and jeff tweedy and wilco submitted this song so supposedly the song somewhat is reflective of the movie um uh and he really wanted me to tell you listeners and jason that the 55 chevy in this movie was the same 55 chevy that harrison ford drove in american graffiti if that's cr- not correct, please tweet at my dad. Wait, it's the same model of the exact same car. Like he thinks it's the same car. Hmm. So uh, again, I'm again. Listen, to my dad's podcast on Black Lane, Two Lane Blacktop. Uh, it's gonna new episodes weekly on iTunes. Um, uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but he re- insisted I tell you guys about that. Uh, so that's uh, uh, oh really? I, I did verify that. I couldn't be bothered. With uh, the twin carburetors was driven by Harrison Ford in American Graffiti. So yeah, that which is a movie, another movie that my dad adores. That I love George Lucas. That was his pre-Star Wars movie. Uh, but and my dad told me, oh, you need to watch American Graffiti. It's like Star Wars and cars. It is not Star is Wars not, and cars yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> all. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, the seventies are just weird because uh, movies that didn't age. Um, like like music from the seventies aged, where you know other generations can can get into it. Uh, the, the car culture in the seventies, I don't know. Like it's just it's such a uh, a baby boomer thing. I don't mean that as an insult, but it just as a oh, you're twenty years old and you can afford these hot rod cars because uh, you have a job that's paying you uh, you know hundred thousand dollars a year already or, or whatever compared to our generation where like most people my age can't afford a car right or sorry can't afford a house um uh um but you know in the 70s if you were a 22 year old kid you could afford a hot car is i guess is my understanding but i don't know yeah that's, i don't know yeah doesn't yeah. seem something there seems like um wages have not grown with inflation it's a whole political thing if we if you want to get political yeah. but I, 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 we, we try to avoid that we yeah. try to avoid that we, we sometimes fail but we try to avoid that anyways if it seems like we're trying to avoid listening to the song, it's because it's, I don't know. Let, maybe we should just listen and maybe we can decide if we love the song or, or don't care for it. Yeah, but before we do that, let's just remind everybody to abcwilco.com. Leave us a rating and review. 
uh, find all the ways to leave us a rating review. It's what really helps the show grow, helps new people find us, puts butts in the seats. Kevin, let's hop into Old Maid. Girl, I think we're getting old. My heart's growing colder and your hair's turning gray. Come on, what do you say? I don't know if it's uh, the worst song in the Wilco catalog. No, it's kind of charming in its own way. It is. But it does have that like Sesame Street feel to it, you know, that I always talk about. You, you do talk about that. I don't always agree with you, but I can kind of hear it in this song. It's an, you know what? No, not Sesame Street. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like it, it's a Randy Newman song from Toy Story. That's what this sounds like. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. It does sound like a Randy Newman song from uh, uh, Toy Story. Yeah, or, or any of this. It's funny. For, for me, when I think of Randy Newman, I think of Toy Story. And I know Randy Newman's actually very well thought of, but I've never really dug into his catalog. I'm sure I will at some point. Um, but yeah, this. This could very well be the open, the song that starts Toy Story. And or the part uh, in Toy Story where between the montage went after Buzz and Woody get in a fight, they would play yeah. this song or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. That is uh, maybe your most astute observation in this podcast. And you've had plenty of great uh, astute observations. I'm very astute. You're I'm very astute. Very astute man. Uh, but that that one, um, I wouldn't have pieced that together on my own. But yes, it definitely gives me Randy Newman vibes. Now, how much of Glenn Kochi is actually on this song? I, I I haven't heard any drums. Have you? Maybe he just walked out of like it. <laughs> Jeff, I'm not playing. I'm sure Glenn's more uh, uh, professional than that, but. No, I guess it can't be because he's not on it that he doesn't like it because there's plenty of Wilkes songs that he's not on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say this is the worst song for Wilkes. I, I, it's interesting that he thinks this is the worst As song. far as, an, you know, if this was an album cut, uh, it would be, you know, especially on the um, 11 studio albums. Um, yeah, I think this this would be one of the weaker ones. But if, And Wilco has some tremendous, some tremendous outtakes and B-sides and and stuff like that. I mean, Cars Can't Escape and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Magazine called Sunset. Um, this is not, th this is kind of in the mid-tier of of, uh, of kind of outtakes like that, compilation stuff. Um, I think it's a totally fine song. Yeah, so if there, if there was a Wilco team and they had the A-list, the A team, the B team, these this song would be on the Water Boy, uh, be one of the Water Boys. This would be on the minor league affiliate yeah. that would yeah. potentially get called up when there's an injury. Yeah, um, but there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, nothing wrong. Water Boy for a team, you know? No, yeah, it's yeah. uh, um, uh, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to think of some songs uh, um, that it would be weaker than uh, and truthfully, Jason. I'm looking at our song list. I'm not seeing a ton of stuff that I'm thinking is weaker than this song, which maybe speaks to the the level of quality in the Wilco catalog. No, it's their weakest stuff would be off of like the uh, Mermaid Avenue albums, I think. That you could find uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, like um, yeah, um, some of the some of the weaker Mermaid Avenue songs, like "Ain't It Gonna Grieve" or or that sort of thing. Um, um, 
Because of course, Mermaid Avenue also has one by one, which is a top ten Wilco song. Uh, better than Here Comes Everybody. Yeah, let's say that. Okay, off the Wilco book. Better than some of the Wilco book songs. Um, well, Kev, you want to close this one out because I'm going. I'm going to push mute and cough a little bit. <laughs> okay, you you mute and and cough, uh, listeners. I'm going to point this out too. Uh, Jason mentioned he's lost a bunch of weight. Uh, he's when I signed into this video call with him right now, you know, a couple hour, an hour ago or so. Uh, I was not expecting to see his arms because uh, he's wearing a uh, he's flexing for me right now. And let me tell you, this guy is jacked. Um, so I, all of a sudden, I didn't realize that. I've only met Jason once, and it was brief at Solid Sound. I was expecting brief and magical. Um, Brief but magical, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's an instant connection there for sure, for sure. I, I walked away uh, and I turned to Sarah. I was like, "This is that is a guy I need to host a podcast with." Um, uh, but anyways, Jay, so Jason's wearing like a tank top. His arms are revealed. I didn't realize I was going to be looking at you know two guns this whole show, this whole recording session. Um, but anyways. Listen, you go, you you like this show. You listen to maybe one of our weaker episodes of this show where we ranted about Coca Cola and talked about uh, and uh, two lane blacktop for probably too long, uh, and that's okay. Uh, um, but if you did make it through this whole episode, hey, please support the show. We're doing this. We're doing this for the, for you guys, the listeners, to just share our love of Wilco. We want this show to feel like you're hanging out with your friends, chatting about Wilco. Except your friends, we're not just talking about California stars and Jesus, etc. We're getting the nitty gritty of Wilco. We're digging through the entire discography, uh, pulling out gems like Old Maid. I guarantee you nobody has ever talked about Old Maid as much as me and Chase just have. So if you want to support that, please do so. Bye giving us five stars on apple music by going to uh alpha bravo or to abcwilco.com buying a t-shirt buying a uh a doodad uh thingamajig whatever we have on there uh, i haven't looked in a while jason's always putting new stuff up there uh go and support jason follow him online at hess's best uh find him on his website hessesbest.com he's got cool art he's got one uh with a vaccine a kid getting a, a vaccine, but it's got a microchip in it, which is funny. Uh, you can follow me uh, at Kevin Vinyl. Um, you know, go to abcwilco.com. I'm really butchering this ending. Go to abcwilco.com. Uh, you know, leave us uh, leave us a comment if you have a song that you really love. Send a, write up uh, some details about why you love it. Write it short so I can read it all, uh, concise, uh, and send us an email. We'll try to read it on the show. Um, until then, uh, thanks for listening, and every little thing is going to tear you apart.